Hello, I am Lori Wendra of Your Life Core, and you are listening to Messages from the Universe. Here, I deliver information from the mastery realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. I connect with angels, guides, ascended masters, astral beings, and those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome, everyone. Hello, I am Lori Wantra, and thank you for listening. I'm noticing recently, I'm hearing these words quite often. I feel lost. I feel directionless. That's often followed by the question, what am I supposed to be doing? And if you've ever felt this way or found yourself uttering those words of feeling or being lost, feeling you don't have a path or you're desiring clarity to what your path should be. Let's talk about this today. Is it actually possible to be directionless in a world where everything is always moving and nothing ever is resting? Is it possible to be directionless? Is it possible to be lost? Or is it just that feeling of something that we think we should be doing or that feeling we should be anywhere except exactly where we are. The famous line by J.R. Tolkien, that line that is, not all who wander are lost. And we've seen that, that line on slogan t-shirts, hats, other marketing material. And we know its origins comes from the series, The Lord of the Rings. The line, not all who wander are lost, is from Tolkien's The Fellowship of the Ring. And if you're not familiar with the Lord of the Rings book series, this is its first part. In the novel, the line refers to a character called Aragorn. Although he is the heir of a king, he grows up without any knowledge of his true heritage. And later, when Aragorn finally learns about this royal parentage, he decides to leave his peaceful town in which he lives, and he spends a long time wandering around the wild. And by traveling, Aragorn hopes that he would gain the knowledge and the experience he needs to be a really good king. Fortunately, his plan does work, and his kingdom turns into this prosperous land during his entire reign. I can't help but relate this line to all of us. And though we are not kings and queens born into royal lines and royal heritage, we come here to earth born into soul families and earth families. And we search for meaning to discover our core essence. And we search to have the best life and be the best human we can be. And seemingly, We think we have this hidden treasure map of what we're supposed to do while we're here and what we're supposed to find along the way. But the truth is, is there is no secret treasure map. There's no hidden treasure at the end of our life that we know that we're done and we have this understanding of what we were here to do. We are here to wonder and to wander and to discover. And in that, there will be times that we do feel lost. We do have a life plan. We do have goals and mile markers along the way, but that's part of our journey here. I think we often feel lost because we don't trust ourselves to figure out our life, or we don't trust that we have the angels and guides helping us, that we don't have this map, this internal map that helps guide us through life. 
we don't think that we have all the tools that we need, or we don't have a brain that we can process and figure out what we need to do. We often feel ill-equipped. We feel lost if we think we should be doing or feeling something else than what we actually are feeling or what we are actually doing. We continually compare ourselves to other people's journeys. We listen to society of what we should be doing and we collapse into this self-judgmental being that we don't know what we are doing. But we do know we are never lost. We are in the exact places that we need to be. In other words, we are never truly lost. If we just pause to assess where we are and notice where we've been and notice what our goals are, what our dreams are, what we're aiming for, this often gives us enough insight and direction to help us gain clarity as to where we need to go. Much like if you've ever had an experience and gracefully say, I learned my lesson or I experienced that and I just don't need to ever experience it again. I never planned to do that, but I'm glad I learned that. It was valuable to me. Some memories for me is when I was in high school, I attempted to turn my dad's truck around in the middle of the road and I ended up backing it down into a ditch and I wasn't able to get out. I had to call him and I was petrified to call him. But his words to me at that time, well, you did it once, just never do it again. And life is like that. But sometimes I think we have this expectation we should just know it all and never have any experiences we can learn from. Now ponder that for a moment, that you would never have any experiences that you could learn from, that you could find the beauty in correcting yourself or saying those words. Yep, I experienced that. I'm just never going to do it again. You'll find that you'll give yourself a little bit more grace that you really didn't do anything stupid or crazy, but you did learn from it. When my kids were young, I picked up perfectly round geodes on my travels. Those are the round rocks that when you cut them open, there's crystals inside. When I brought them home, it was cold outside. So in all our excitement, I just decided to bring a hammer into the house and we used the dining room table to break open these geodes. It wouldn't have been so bad, but the dining room table had a tile top and one blow of that hammer to the first geode and it cracked a tile. And I remember I stood there in shock and disbelief that I had just done that. I knew better. I knew a rock being hammered on a ceramic tiled top table would crack it, but I just didn't stop long enough to think. In my rush of excitement, my rush of life. I just, let's just do this. Life was moving so fast. And at that moment, so was I. In most cases, we just need a pause to assess where we are and take a slower step. Stuck, lost, clarity on what to do, all need this type of pause time and just a realization of, I am here. And so this is life. So today I invite you to notice where you are. Where are you sitting right now when you're listening? What direction are you facing? What doorway do you always walk into? And I'm talking about directions of north, south, east, and west. Where do you go when you park all the time at a big shopping mall? Do you always park at the east entrance? Do you have a particular entrance, a particular direction that you always face? Or you notice you feel more comfortable. When you sleep at night, what direction do your feet face? 
In many traditional wheels, each direction is significant to a cycle or direction of life. So the reason I'm asking you to pay attention to your directions is that in its simplest terms, east is beginning or infancy. We relate it to the sun rising. South is youth and learning. West is reflection and adulting. And north is wisdom and the elders. And there's also all the steps along the way. In Celtic shamanic teachings, these are known as pathways and the paths that are always available to us. They are pathways for our soul that bring and keep us more aligned to our journey. East is the pathway of opening the ways. We often associate it to spring and giving birth. And as I mentioned, the sun rising. The pathway is about first finding your direction and life purpose. It's about beginnings, hopes, and entering into things for the first time, perhaps giving birth to something, creating something. The path of the child who views everything with fresh perspectives and curiosity. And you can explore this path when you need to find your way. And then we move from east to south. We take that southeast pathway. And this is the path of strength. This is the path of confidence and beauty and self-awareness and the skillful use of our personal talents. Strength is often confused with power or aggression because we experience very few truly strong people in our world. This is the pathway of the warrior who acts as a guardian and defender of freedom. He allows the sense of feeling while knowing the balance of the body and spirit. Explore this pathway when you feel weak or disempowered or confused. And then we move directly into the pathway of the self. And that's considered the pathway of coming into being, accessing your power and purpose. It is one thing to think you know or know your power, but it's another to access and use it. It is a path of finding potential gifts, but it's also a path of searching for self-knowledge. This is the pathway of youth that goes on a quest to find themselves, to explore this pathway when you need to learn new skills, when trying to find effective means of practice, or when you are facing difficult challenges in life in the form of people or relationships. The pathway of the Southwest is the pathway of insight. This is balance and the ability to make connections and find deeper knowledge, to be receptive and open. This is the season of summer and nurturing or growing. And here we move into discovery of our maturity. This is the pathway of the leader who discovers the ability to balance the experience with insight and compassion. This is about really hearing so as not to miss the hints of the messages that the universe leaves for us in the form of the land and animals or people. Explore this path when you need balance, insight, or even healing. Let it lead you to the heart of love and let it lead you to what it is you need. And pathway of the West is the path of passing within. This is about assimilation and understanding about fulfillment 
and desire. It is the path of the mature adult who desires to become a more human being. We seek to live responsibly to bring understanding, healing, and acceptance to all situations as a meaning of finding enlightenment and awakening to the greater power of their self. Explore this pathway when you need to understand how best to act when problems become overwhelming, when you need peace and calm, and maybe sometimes when your desires and your wants are out of control and you need to come back into alignment of practical and what is right now. And pathway of the Northwest is the path of cleansing. This is about self-clarification and true sight. The veil, your personal veil lifts and the emotions are available. This is where you feel the rawness, but also the intensity of your heart. The other name for this pathway is first death, and it often serves as an important part of the development of the apprentices, the cleansing, and the purification of the heart whenever that's necessary. This rebirth process is an act of reprocessing, and this needs to occur in all spiritual experiences, and it marks the end of one cycle and the beginning of another. Remember, the universe doesn't really do well with empty space. Empty space doesn't exist. It fills it in. So the ending is simply a new beginning. Explore this pathway when truth and justice are needed or when you require purification or endings to undertake a particular kind of work and you need to hit a reset button. And the pathway of the north, this is the pathway of finding wisdom. This is about accessing the instinctive support of knowledge, which is in all things. This is the reminder that all is energy and there is no separation between everything that is out or everything that is within. This path is one of acceptance and silence for true wisdom. It's not announced by its finder, but it's internalized, cherished, and deeply explored. In other words, all the answers you need are already there within you. This is the path of the elder who understands and accepts there are periods of knowledge that are followed by periods of forgetfulness or unknowing. This is a time to wait, to explore this pathway when you are in ignorance or darkness. You may also use it to draw upon the encouragement and support of the ancestors to help you remember what your path is and where you are on that path. We might say these represent our stages in life, but at any age, we need all directions. With every challenge or event, you might be in a different direction or you need to call on the wisdom of the pathways and those directions. Observe your life now and what pathway you're walking. Observe the earth, your community, your family, and ask what pathway you're walking. So what really did J.R. Tolkien really mean when he said, not all who wander are lost? If you've studied his works, maybe you'll come to a different interpretation. I find that he really doesn't encourage aimless wandering. In fact, his characters are often wary of taking a journey into the unknown. Bilbo Baggins is known to say another line that goes something like this. It's a dangerous business going out of the door. You step into the road and if you don't keep your feet, there's no knowing where you might be swept off to. Tolkien is 
known not for taking his characters on pointless travels. Rather, he often sends them on quests with purpose. So behind every journey in his books, there's always a purpose or a goal, quest, a reason. And I think that's very relatable to how we are in life. And even Aragorn wanders around his kingdom, not because he's lost, not because he's simply wandering, but because he wants to learn to be a successful monarch. That is his goal. So maybe that deeper meaning behind this famous line is that all who wander without something to aim feel lost, without aim or goals or achieving steps or many goals or mile markers along the way make us feel lost. Even our roads have mile markers. And I do believe dreaming is absolutely crucial for our happiness. We have to have something to aim towards or to be hopeful for. Researchers have found that working on our goals make us feel happier and more satisfied with life. When you think about it, this theory makes total sense because Humans feel lost and unhappy in typically three different situations. One, if you have no goals and feel as if you're just floating in life, your soul path is going to be out of alignment with your human path. So of course, you're going to feel a bit lost. Two, when you've achieved a goal, but yet failed to meet your expectation. And an example of that is maybe you're working all your life, you have a career path or a particular title or a role that you're working towards. And then when you finally get it, it's not at all what you want. You feel like you really haven't achieved that goal. And that might leave you feeling that you're lost. Three is when you have a goal, but you don't know how to achieve it. I often hear people say they want to run their own business, but yet they don't know what business they want to run. They don't know how to market. They don't know how they're going to make money. They don't have a plan. Feeling lost is not necessarily a bad thing. It will show you exactly where you are, where you've been. And if you pause for long enough, and if you think about the pathways, it could give you some direction and change and point you in some sort of goal to help you move forward. And sometimes that might mean resetting your goal or aiming for a totally new goal or seeking help to your goals, or again, just pausing for a bit. And keep in mind, the universe continues to move and eventually you will realize who you want to be and what you want to achieve in life what makes you happy, what makes you feel fulfilled and calm and joyful. And until then, sometimes embracing the way you feel today and using your emotions to fuel your journey ahead is simply what you need. Study the pathways of where you are in life, where you've been. Use those learnings. Ask the helpers of the universe to help you on that path. And if you want to stop feeling lost, find purpose. Find a place or a thing or an event that brings you joy and happiness. Doesn't have to be huge, can be very small. And remember, all experiences give us a learning. Simply if it's to say, I I never want to experience that again, or I learned something from this, or I was a participant to help somebody else learn along the way. Life gives us magic to work with in the form of our emotions, our spiritual being, our mental processes. We have the tools that we need to navigate through life. That's all you need. Follow the pathways. And in their simplest 
forms. They represent the cycle of life. East is beginning or infancy. South is youth and learning. West is reflection and adulting. And North is wisdom and elders. And then there's all the steps that are along the way. I'm Lori Wondra of Your Life Core, and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Messages from the Universe. I'm Lori Wondra. For current events or to schedule a private session, please visit www.yourlifecore.com.